meditation or dhyana is the silencing of the mind with its attention one-pointedly focused on God. God as the selfless self, the immutable center and heart of consciousness. Through that silent focus, which is a docking maneuver, the individual consciousness docks and unites with the supreme source of power, power of life, power of will, power of love. Power of knowledge. Power of peace. Power of bliss. In this unification of the individual consciousness and the supreme, infinite consciousness, power is transmitted and the battery of the individual is charged. When the battery is fully charged, the silence can remain the power is given to abide in unity with the Supreme Self throughout the day. And thus to keep the charge increasing. It is the increase in the energy charge that changes the nature of one's recognition of one's identity. From what had been a necessity to dock with and unite with the Supreme Self, when the transmission of energy is full, complete, consistent, and ongoing, there is no longer any difference between the Supreme Self and the individual self. No differential between the energy levels and the individual self realizes itself as that Sat, that Shiva, that supreme, bodiless, immutable, eternal presence. The charging of the battery leads to an incredible increase in intelligence, love, compassion, wisdom, and the ability to transmit the same energy for healing, 
for protection, for whatever is required in life. This power has many functions and part of the life and practice of the Satyogi is to discover the applications of this supreme power, to harness this power in the service of God. But the first application that must be achieved is to use this power to dissolve the ego. The ego being that false identification of consciousness with the body. It is this that dissolves nearly all of the physical symptoms of suffering, the mental and emotional instabilities, and all egoic desires and fears, which drain the battery and take away one's power. And so the first use of the power that is given by God must be to protect that power by eliminating the mind parasite known as the ego that steals that power and usurps it and uses it for its own delusional purposes of fulfilling fantasies that produce only suffering. And a loss of that power and leaves a residue of shame and guilt that keeps the mind from reuniting with God and regaining the lost power. The self the self that is supreme and that is your ultimate identity when there is no lack, no discharge of that power through inaccurate karma, through the discharge of the electrical power of the brain through the discharge of sexual energy, through the discharge in, in improper ways of any of the energy systems of body, mind, soul, or spirit. But the use of power entirely in the pure service of God, which leads to an increase an exponential augmentation of this power. The self is knowledgeful. When the power charge is complete, there is all knowingness. Not of being a know-it-all, but of knowing the all-powerful one and knowing 
all that needs to be known about the function of consciousness to restore the world to its purity. Whatever needs to be known is known in the moment it needs to be known, in real time. And the power results in knowledge that flows into willpower and confidence, trust, faith, spontaneous speech, spontaneous performance of whatever is to be expressed and achieved, and an in or unerring accuracy in both intention and achievement. The self is loveful, filled with love that is its essence. And that love, because it is unity with all that is, is a love for nature love for spirit, love for all dimensions of the creation, and love that is for and from the Creator, and the love that is ultimately the manifestation of the creative power itself. The self is peaceful. There are no conflicts within the self. There are no thoughts. Thought is not required for knowledge. Knowledge is intuitive and instantaneous. And therefore there is no mental rumination and there is peace because the self is all because there is only consciousness. Whatever appears in consciousness is not considered an other, but as a manifestation of the self. And therefore there is peace with all beings who abide in the self. And as manifestations of the self. The self is completely without ego. And therefore the actions, the words, the impulses that emerge are for the benefit of all. And therefore the self is naturally benevolent in all action. <clears throat> But benevolence often requires silence and non-response on an overt level. Benevolence is far more listening than speaking, far more transmitting energy 
light, love, compassion, then it is about making a point or converting or correcting. But when any of those kinds of activities are required, the self acts, but acts without motivation, but as a pure response of love, wanting nothing back from any other, because there is no other. Self is blissful. It is the bliss of having completely lost any interest in the material realm. There are no sensory desires. Not even the desire to look at a beautiful sunset. Not even the desire to listen to beautiful music. Not even the desire to read books. <clears throat> Not even the desire to achieve anything on the material realm. This does not mean that the self lacks beauty. It is beauty and it sees only beauty but there is no desire. There is complete acceptance of what is. Because all is beautiful. Not just particular moments or objects. The beholder is beautiful and the beholder beholds only the self that is all. And there is no fear because the self is deathless, formless, timeless. There is no wish for sensory pleasures nor even supersensory delights. The self is in a state of absolute contentment. It is a contentment that is transmitted to the body to all the cells of the body and brings restoration, renewal and healing to the body and to all those who are in the energy field of the presence of the self. A contentment which resolves all worries, anxiety, depression, that soothes, 
that restores faith, that brings peace to all who encounter in the self. primary dharma of the satyogi is to be contented. It is in that contentment that revolutionary change takes place. It happens not out of anger, not out of fear, not out of paranoia, (coughs) but simply as the flow of peace, of love. Of an energy of contentment that includes the entire cosmos. that can be at peace because the source of peace is present as omnipresence. Your presence is omnipresence (coughs) because the self has an infinite number of centers but every center is the same one. And so the contentment of the self arising in one node of consciousness is communicated to the entire grid, the entire ecosystem. And peace is attained simply as a function of the flow of energy of the realization of the self in its fully manifest form as the cosmos, the body of God, the being of absolute love. The moment Consciousness realizes its true nature. This is communicated throughout the universe. And so allow your consciousness now to abide as pure contentment. No matter the condition of the organism, no matter the condition of the world, no matter the condition of the mind, because you are not organism, world, or mind, but the spirit in which all of those arise and resolve back into. 
and bliss is simply absolute contentment. And contentment is absolute love. And love is absolute knowledge. And knowledge is the absolute self. Allow yourself to feel the power of contentment when there is total stillness with no impulse of desiring anything, doing anything, fearing anything, fleeing from anything, but pure being. This is when the energy flows fully into the battery of the organism, the brain, and the soul. That activates all of the potentials of the self. When absolutely nothing is wanted, all is given. <clears throat> Kali Yuga is the winter of the world's discontent. The ego itself is born out of discontent. In the same way that a pearl is born from irritation in an oyster. But when it grows to the fullness of its recognition that irritation is futile, then the beauty of all that has been learned through pain and suffering and discontent is transformed into the beauty of the pearl of great price. And in contentment, the ego once again dissolves, leaving only that blissful, luminous presence that brings the entire world back to contentment and to its original form as a kingdom of heaven. May you offer the gift of contentment to the world as a beautiful pearl 
of incomparable beauty, of infinite value, and of the healing power that brings contentment to all.